Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of What the Dementia by Bamboo Care. I'm your host, Brianna Wilson. I am a certified dementia practitioner and the founder of Bamboo Care. Today's episode is a feature from our YouTube channel, Caring with Bamboo. If you would prefer to watch the video directly on YouTube, the link will be in the description box below. I hope you enjoy. everyone, welcome back to our channel. My name is Brianna Wilson. I am a certified dementia practitioner and the founder of Bamboo Care. So for the next three weeks, we will be talking about the seven stages of dementia as influenced by the Global Deterioration Scale and the Functional Assessment Staging Test or Tool. Okay, now there is a three-stage model, which is early, middle, late, which will become more relevant in future videos when we start talking about other types of dementias, but for right now we're going to cover the seven stages. So this week we will be covering stage one through three, next week will be four and five, and then the following week will be six and seven, okay? So before I get started on breaking down the different stages, I want to kind of clarify some things, okay? Now I know a lot of people really want to know what stage is my loved one at? What stage is my partner at, right? But what I want you to know is that a lot of times these staging tools are made, created with Alzheimer's disease in mind. So that means if your partner has some other type of dementia, that their symptoms may look a little bit different, how they progress may look a little bit different, especially in those early stages. So one, two, three, four, that's when it'll kind of look a little bit different. And then as the dementia progresses, it might start looking very similar to the stages that we're talking about now. I also want you to keep in mind that with dementia, dementia affects everyone differently. So when you hear that phrase, when you've met one person with dementia, you've only met one person with dementia, okay? Because not only are we as humans just unique in our own right, but you have to remember dementia is affecting the brain. And so depending on how the brain is being affected, different things can present. So when you hear these stages, I don't want you to think of them as these concrete, rigid stages. I more so want you to think of them as a basic framework to kind of inform you of what to look out for. I want you to think of it as dementia being progressive and worsening over time, but I don't want you to think like your partner has to fall into this specific number, okay? Because sometimes people get really caught up on figuring out what stage their partner's at, and in some cases it like uh, impairs their ability to care for their partner. But what I want you to keep in mind is that we're caring for a person, not a stage. We're caring for a person, not a stage, okay? So I really don't want you guys to get too caught up on what stage is my partner, okay? Now, some people don't like staging at all, you know, because they say, oh, well, you know, people are not numbers and you can't reduce them to that. Or sometimes they think of 
stages as focusing on um, the losses and what the person's lacking instead of focusing on the strengths. I personally like the staging system just to kind of inform you of what to expect so there's no shock factor. I really like the stages because it kind of highlights the fact that dementia is terminal, it's progressive, it worsens over time because a lot of people don't realize that. And so as the dementia progresses, they get really shocked and surprised by some of the, the things and behaviors and symptoms that they start seeing because they didn't realize it could get that quote unquote ugly, right? But the stages kind of help you be aware of what may be to come, okay? So if you have any questions about any of the stages or about just the staging tools in general, definitely just leave a comment and I'll address them. If need be, I'll make a whole nother video talking about it, okay? So just let me know. So I think I've said everything that I wanted to say. So we're gonna go ahead and get started with the first three stages. So when we think of the first three stages, we can think of them as the pre-dementia stages. So stage one, two, and three are the stages before actually being diagnosed with dementia. So stage one is by far the easiest to remember. So stage one is no cognitive impairment, no cognitive decline, no decline in memory. The brain is healthy and it's functioning normally. So there's no issue, okay? And an easy way to remember that is one equals none, okay? Stage two is very mild cognitive decline. So at this stage, those changes in your memory and cognition are only really noticeable to you. But your friends, your coworkers, your family members, they're not able to recognize anything out of the ordinary. If you were to take some kind of clinical cognition type test, it's not going to be able to be picked up on that. It's only noticeable to you. So maybe it takes you a little bit longer to process things. Um, maybe you misplace things. Maybe you forget a familiar word here and there. But you're able to function well. You're able to compensate, play it off, and nobody around you really notices anything out of the ordinary or special. Okay? So an easy way to remember stage two is stage two equals you. Stage one equals none, stage two equals you, meaning that those changes in your memory and cognition are only noticeable by you. Another thing that I want to add about stage two is that these changes can be considered like normal age-related decline. So even though you can notice them, it's nothing to be like concerned about, okay? Now, stage three is mild cognitive impairment. So stage two was very mild. Stage three is mild cognitive impairment. And the kind of defining factor of stage three is that now these changes in your memory and your concentration and your cognition are noticeable by your family, your friends, your coworkers, and is now detectable through clinical testing. It's actually a diagnosable condition, mild cognitive impairment. So some of the things you may notice is maybe trouble remembering new names, sometimes repeating things, 
frequently misplacing important objects. Maybe you read something and then you forget what you just read. There might start being a breakdown in your job performance. Maybe it's getting more challenging to kind of plan and organize things. Um, it's harder to travel to new places because of kind of those aspects as well. And so during stage three, the person can develop a little bit of anxiety because they don't understand why they're having these issues. It's becoming more noticeable not only to them, but to those around them, or they may be in denial. So because it's noticeable by other people, other people might bring something up and then they kind of deny, oh no, you know, I don't have a problem with that, I'm fine. You know, so there could be an increase in anxiety or denial at this stage. Now, an easy way to remember stage three is that stage three equals me, meaning it's no longer just noticeable by you, but it's now noticeable by me, your friend, your family, your coworker, okay? So stage one equals none. Stage two equals you, meaning those changes are now noticeable by you. Stage three means that those changes are now noticeable by me, and it can be detected through clinical testing, and it's now a diagnosable condition, okay? So those are the three stages. Again, no impairment, very mild cognitive impairment, and mild cognitive impairment. So hopefully I broke that down in a way that's easy to understand. Again, stages one through three are the pre-dementia stages before it's actually considered dementia. Now, one thing I want you to know is that with mild cognitive impairment, not every person who has mild cognitive impairment progresses to dementia. Some people just stay at mild cognitive impairment, and depending on what might be causing the mild cognitive impairment, it could even be reversible, okay? So if there's some kind of vitamin deficiency, dehydration, malnutrition, et cetera, et cetera, infection may be going on, that impairment in cognition and concentration and memory could improve, okay? So not everyone goes from mild cognitive impairment to dementia, all right? So those are the stages for this video. In the next video, we'll be talking about stage four and five. Remember to tune in every Wednesday for our next video. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to leave them in the comment section below. Also remember that you can find all of our social media links as well as our website in the description box. And until next time.